0: Talk Radio. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Bird Brains. He's Mark Eckel, longtime Eagles beat writer for NJ.com and the Trenton Times. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars, tight end Ken Dunnick. And Mark, we're going to talk about our 8-0 and Philadelphia Eagles, the first time in history that the team has started at 8-0. and Before we do that, let me ma- mention our sponsor, Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine. Mark, as you know, we had our gala last week at Ballroom at the Bend. Over 400 people attended. We raised $15,000 for charity, and it's what Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine does. If you or your business are interested in attending one of these events, please contact me, Ken, at JerseyManMagazine.com, or, uh, uh, yes, KenJerseyManMagazine.com, or my cell phone is 856-912-4007. And we'll invite you as my guest to check us out. So, Mark, you know I caught a little criticism last week. I don't know if you saw it on social media about talking about seventeen and zero. Of course, I wa- a, yeah,
1: a, I got. It's a purple.
0: fun thing to talk about, and you know you don't you don't take things too seriously. And actually, the person who made the comment is right. The way you get to seventeen and zero is to. Do it one week at a time.
1: Well, that's their not, job.
0: Yeah, that, 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 that's on. Well, but our job is to and, create conversation right, for a podcast exactly. and
1: have fun with stuff. We don't stuff, have to so take it one at a time. We can <laughs> look exactly. ahead. We know, can do
0: whatever we want. Right. right. If a so, player
1: says it or a coach says it, yeah, criti- that that shouldn't happen. I mean, I as a writer, I used to love getting quotes like this, if someone was going to say something like that. And let's be clear too, because I got somebody said to me, "What are you crazy? You think they're going to go?" I didn't say they. I never no, said they was go. possible. I said, it's, I said they could. It wouldn't. They could. That's all I said. And I still think they could.
0: Well, we've got this thing mapped could.
1: out. No, I, I guarantee we'll, you that.
0: <laughs> we'll talk about it uh, near the end of the podcast. But, you know, there's a thing about Thursday night games, is th- there's a reason why normally it's a poor product. Now, I thought this game was relatively competitive and entertaining. Yes. But um, th- there's two reasons why Thursday night shows a diminished product. And the first one is. A football player's body can't recover in time. So when you you, know, you play a game on Sunday, you can barely get out of bed on Monday. They do make you stretch and work out, which is good. You're still feeling the effects on Tuesday, which is normally your day off. And then then you go into a hard day of practice Wednesday and Thursday. They lighten up a little bit. Friday, Saturday is a walk through, and you play the game. Well, on a Thursday night from a Sunday night, you don't. Your body doesn't have time to recover uh, properly. So that's difficult. And number two. The reason why I like these situations later in the season is because most teams layer in their game plans offensively. They don't add all of their stuff immediately. They'll have a package, then they'll add another package. So now you're dealing with two packages and three. Then as the season goes on, it gets easier and easier because you're already familiar with those plays, and you really can't game plan the game properly because you don't have as much time. That's my theory on why Thursday night's products – uh, from the NFL are normally uh, not as good as the Sunday, but I, again, I thought this game was was pretty good. The Eagles, I thought were a little sloppy in the first half, but uh, they came through in the second half for the win.
1: Well, again, let's, let's you know we're looking at it from the Eagles' perspective because we're the our shows the bird brains. Um, if we were doing it from a Houston perspective I mean, Houston played pretty well. Let's give them a little credit that first. They they did some good things. Um, they were ready to play. I'll, I'll say that. Lovey Smith had his guys ready. Um, and and guess what, every from here on out, now that the Eagles are eight and zero. Every team is going to be ready. Guys.
0: No question. There's I mean, going to be a target. Not,
1: The Eagles aren't sneaking up on anybody. You know, what I'm no. saying? they're 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 coming in with with the horns blowing and the and the band playing, and you know, they teams want everybody wants to be the team that knocks off the undefeated team. Whether they, especially a team like Houston, or you know whoever else they have coming up that. You know, probably not going to be a playoff team. This is your playoff game. If We ain't yeah. we beat the Eagles. They it's went sixteen and one, and we beat them. Or 16 and one, and we beat. They were nine and zero when they came in here, and mm-hmm. we beat them. That makes well, their season, right? I mean, that. Well, you never played on a bad team, so you wouldn't know. <laughs> Every team you played on went to the championship. Or something.
0: <laughs> no, no the, the, but there's no question that's right. And it's also something for a struggling coach. You know, who knows how long Lovey Smith is going to have that job, but. You know, there's something that if, if Lovey Smith beats the Eagles and they have a poor season, he goes to the owner next year and say, listen, we, we struggled. We need a couple more players. But we did beat the Philadelphia Eagles on exactly. Thursday night. So right. that it is a way for some coaches to keep their job. But let's talk about some of the imperfections in the first half. Uh, I thought especially on defense, the Eagles were a little bit sloppy and Monte Maddox misses a tackle early on that uh, led in a, uh, to a first down by Houston. Uh, Bradbury actually gets beat on a corner corner route that turned into a, a nice reception on their uh, Houston's initial touchdown drive. And then Jack Stoll, the backup uh, tight end on offense, is playing the weak side, misses a blitz pickup on linebacker, and the guy strips, sacks, uh, hurts, and creates a turnover. By the way, the first lost fumble, fumble of yep. the year for the Eagles, which is pretty that's amazing, amazing. That's in the very area amazing, right? But but other and then they kind of rallied. I thought uh, the second drive. Uh, how about Miles Sanders? Is he running harder uh, in your eyes, or is it just me? Because he looks like he's, he's healthy. Just, he's going he's healthy. for it. He yeah. to me, he yeah, probably mean, he's has had a lot of injury
1: issues uh, throughout his career. I think both at Penn State and with the Eagles. But he looks healthy to me. And he looks. He you know that's another thing. Like the, the trade deadline came and went, and um, the Eagles didn't make. Well, they made the trade to prior with. Getting Quinn, but they didn't do anything on the deadline, and a lot of people thought, you know, oh, we better running. They need a running back. And I didn't buy into that. And I told
0: you, I, fine. Fine. I didn't. Why? Like What's wrong with Gamewell and Boston Scott? Yeah, What's wrong with those two guys? Gamewell That touchdown run was the real deal, man. Yep. I mean, he put a, he pulled he, bowled, he bowled his head in there and got into the end zone. He's a very good complimentary back. Can he be the every
1: down back? I don't
0: know, but. He don't have he doesn't have to
1: be because they have Sanders. And I think that that trio of Sanders, Gainwell, Scott, it's pretty good. I mean, well,
0: I I think he's he's it's good out. and I I, I, I love the energy the when Boston is. Scott comes into the game. I mean he's just running downhill. He's getting squashed on every play, <laughs> but I mean the guy just he just he just takes it and goes. And uh, I love I love the motor on that guy. But uh, again, some other outstanding performances. You know, Hertz had some good numbers: twenty-one for twenty-seven, two hundred forty-eight yards. Two touchdowns, no interceptions. Again, I, th- I thought his decision making was really good. Again, in this game, he's he's patient back there. The line is giving him time, and, and and he's able to go through his progressions and, and find the right receiver more often than not. And that, that's really encouraging. I think Goddard is making his case as one of the better tight ends in the league you know, with with Kelsey and uh, yeah. and uh, Kittle from San Francisco. Eight and catches a 100 ball. yards and another touchdown and. You know AJ Brown, who, by the way, shout out to the Eagles. I asked them for some support for the gala last week, and the Eagles were kind enough to sign me and uh, send me an AJ Brown signed helmet, an official helmet, the real deal, with his signature, which brought five hundred dollars in for charity. And and they had, uh, Jalen Hurts football, uh, signed football, which got in four hundred dollars for charity. So we appreciate the Eagles doing that. But again, AJ Brown. Nice game, four catches, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson with another interception. You know, we keep talking about him. What a great pickup that was uh, bringing him in. And then uh, Jason Hargrave with three sacks, seven tackles. And there's another guy playing with the mode. Maybe it is health. I don't know, but he looks like he's playing harder than ever. Everything
1: you're saying, I mean, this, and again, I'm I'm, I know, I'm, you know, don't jinx it. Whatever we say is not going to jinx anything because it doesn't.
0: <sighs> you don't believe in voodoo. You don't believe in, in, said, you don't believe in, in voodoo or trauma, and you know, you boards, him, right? and all that stuff. So
1: I don't believe in any of that. Mm-hmm. But, but, but everything you're saying, guys, saying, you know, the Eagles have been healthy. They, they're getting good. They're, they're getting the most. Uh, every player is playing at, at a good level right now. Um, this is this could be one of those years where just it's your year. I mean, teams have had those kind of years, yep. um, and it's not, you know, <clears throat> so a lot of people ask me to compare this team to the Super Bowl team, and very different. I think um, I still can't believe that team won the Super Bowl. To be honest with you, well, the of so, so. I mean, I just I still can't believe. It. I don't know how that that was. I don't know what the hell happened there. <laughs> this team, I think, is more talented. To be honest with you. I, really I, don't, I, I don't think
0: there's any question about it. I don't think there's any question. I, I said this a week or two ago. I think from top to bottom, depth-wise, this is the most talented Eagles team I think I can remember. And, you know, you're talking about teams that had, uh, you know, T.O. and Donovan yeah, and Jaworski and Carmichael <laughs> and Montgomery. You know, the the Nick Foles Super Bowl we just talked about. I don't think there's any question that there's more talent at every position on this Eagles team than there has been since I was brought into the mix here in 1980. I can't remember more. Well,
1: that, the team lost the Super Bowl. And even though, not just that year, but that whole realm when they, got, when they kept getting close, 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 and then they finally got to the Super Bowl. They had some talent. Those teams were pretty talented, too. Um, and I was a lot closer to that. team. like, and you know, I was there every day in the locker room every day. So sometimes you look at things differently. I got kind of, you know what's what's interesting. Now that I'm miles away and I, you know, I'm not obviously not. I watch the games on TV instead of being there. And I don't have to write a story after every game and three stories every day. And you see things a, a little differently. So um, I, I might just, I might have to sit down one day and just go over this, compare this team to. Keep those teams, see. well, you know, Buddy I Ryan had, had some back. pretty good teams too. I mean,
0: Buddy Ryan had the, yep, you know, Randall defense. Cunningham with Seth Joyner, Jerome Brown. Clyde oh, that de- those
1: defenses were were outrageous.
0: Right. But
1: he needed a better offensive coordinator
0: and a better. He needed better, line. better, receivers. You know, the year back in the day, you're talking about what the Thrash and Pinkston on those teams. Well, that right? was Andy. Or, that
1: was that wasn't.
0: Oh, that was uh, Andy. Well, that who that was were was the, the receiver? Do you no, remember Buddy Ryan receivers.
1: He had Mike Quick at the end. Right. Chris Carter for a little bit.
0: Right. Um,
1: he cut him. He cut no, him. Was
0: all he did was score touchdowns, right? Chris Carter. Well, and he did.
1: Well, he did other things too that yeah, yeah, almost cost him his life. But, right. Um, oh. That's not, Well, that's how I'm sorry, but but this team. Yeah, these receivers. This is the best group of receivers. I don't want to say ever, but. And a long, uh, well, do some research oh, no. we'll
0: talk about it next week I can't, <laughs> I can't think of a better it's uh, pretty good group. Uh, if,
1: if you throw the tight end to mix with them
0: that's i mean
1: a.j brown smith Watkins, um pascal Goddard. that's that's pretty i wouldn't want to be a defensive coordinator trying to game plan for him.
0: no 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 question about it so you know, as, as we look down the line here for the rest of the Eagles schedule, and again, okay. it's it's so favorable. I believe they're going to be uh, a favorite in almost every game going going on here. We've got uh, Washington coming up; that'll be at home. They're they're, no, they're playing point. better. They're playing better under Heineken. Oh, they playing much better. I think I thought they should have beat Minnesota yesterday.
1: Uh, I, I I didn't watch that game, but they were leading the whole way.
0: No, They were, they were, and, and Heineke has brought an element, uh, just an energy to that team that's that's palpable. I mean, you can see the team is just much more confident. I, I think Carson Wentz has played his last game in the NFL, eh?
1: oh, unless yeah. he wants to be I, a
0: backup so, holding the clipboard or something. No, I, I really, asked me just a couple of weeks ago. Um,
1: I do a thing in, for this Washington TV thing uh, called "By the Book." You're all uh, over the
0: place, man. Washington, Green I Bay, tried. Philadelphia. <laughs> you yeah, I know. Right? When you were working,
1: I know. It's amazing. Um, thanks he asked me said, you know, because it's in Washington. So they asked about Carson Watson. They said, will, will he be on his fourth team in four years? And I said, Yeah, I think he will. It'll probably be either Edmonton or Calgary. <laughs> you and know, know so I mean, I, they uh, said, Well, hey, listen, the
0: XFL starting next year too. Maybe. No, you well, got, but you've got teams like you know Andy Dalton. How many teams has he been on? When you have a starting resume. Teams are going to yeah. offer you a minimum money. Just and and if Carson once wants to play for a million and a half dollars a year after this contract runs out and hold a clipboard, it's not a bad job. No. Standing on the sideline, hold a clipboard for a couple million dollars, but but we'll see. And then. Following the Washington game, they're at Indianapolis. Now, Indy has revamped their offense. They're a mess. They have no quarterback. They have no coordinator. You know, Frank Reich has got to be pulling. He's. By the way, have you seen a picture of Frank Reich lately? He's turning grayer by the day. Right. He looks like Frank He looks like Santa Claus on the sideline. Now, a team that... A team that's also in the toilet that you cover pretty closely is Green yeah. Bay. We we play them at home. I think that's, yep, that's an easy. easy. Certainly the Eagles will, will be a, a heavy favorite that yep. game. What's going on in Green Bay? Yes, you name it. Um, they they, they the you know a lot of drops, a lot of crucial drops.
1: Yeah, in, but the uh, yesterday yeah. the quarterback played awful. Um, three three interceptions. He never throws interceptions. Really? He threw three bad interceptions. Here's what you need to know about that game yesterday. Green Bay had eight possessions in that game. Every possession ended in Detroit territory, every single one, and they scored nine points.
0: Well, they were knocking on the door two or three times in the first half and came away with nothing.
1: Yeah, they got, they got to the one, the five,
0: and the yeah. seven yeah. and scored three points. You know, they're trying to trick no. people, too, because uh, there is a point where when you're first in goal uh, from the one or two-yard line, You've got to be able to punch it in. Now you yes. can, you know, pl- run play fakes and boots and fool people, but you know, football is still a game where you got to run the ball and you got to stop the run. And uh, Green Bay just doesn't know how to punch it in, especially in those crucial and
1: they have the big I mean, short situation.
0: Gave it to twice and he didn't get in. But now they're just a
1: they're just it's one of those years. I mean, you know, they've been. I, I'm writing this story for later. In the last 30 years, I think 30 or 30, 2022,
0: 31 years, they've only had four losing seasons. That's amazing. So they were due. And, and Rodgers, I'm sure, has never had a losing season.
1: Oh, yeah, he did. Oh, he did? He had two, oh,
0: he Early, as he it had two to
1: was when He was hurt, so that doesn't oh. – he didn't have the losing season, but he, the year he broke his collarbone, right. and uh, Brent Huntley had to play quarterback. So it was under his watch, but you're right. He didn't have the losing season,
0: but he had one. All right, following Green good. Bay, we've got a real test in Tennessee. I mean, we're, exactly. we're playing at home, which is good. But Tennessee played, uh, you know, Kansas City into overtime yesterday, and they—I uh, love teams that can run the football and, and play do. good defense, they, and, and they're—they're they're they're a good
1: football team. They run, they stop the run. Eagles are going to have to bring their game that 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 day. That's a good game. That's going to be a very good game. Rabels, I think Rabels one of the better coaches in the league. Um, that team's not ultra talented, but they're he gets the
0: most out of. They have the great back.
1: Right. They were playing um, they were, when
0: they were playing with their backup quarterback yesterday too. Yeah, Kansas City in overtime is pretty good. Uh, then the Eagles go to the Giants pre, uh, before the season started. I would say this is probably a win. I think it still probably is a win, but it might be a tougher game than people yes. thought before the year started. That will be yeah that
1: that's not automatic. It was like I'm with you. That was I wrote that down at. Oh, I the Giants. You
0: know, but now the Giants are—they're probably they're, they're going to be a playoff team this year. And, and then we go to Chicago. Again, Chicago is a team that's playing a little bit better. They really uh, handled New England at New England uh, a couple weeks ago on a prime time game. But I, I, I do see that that team coming together a bit, especially offensively. It looks like Fields probably starting to get comfortable in that offense. Yeah, a
1: little bit. But the defense—they traded two of their best defensive players. Brooklyn yes. Smith, the linebacker, went to Baltimore. And they sent Quinn to the Eagles. So
0: exactly. Eagles,
1: Eagles will probably score a lot. I mean, you saw my, Miami
0: put up what thirty-eight against them yesterday.
1: Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I don't that's, the Bears won't. Play.
0: Well, but figure the, the Bears out because who's the receiver that they brought in? Right, they get rid of the two best. Yeah, the play Claypool. Claypool, right? Yeah, they, I mean, they, if, they, if it's a fire
1: sale, why you get the sell The Bears did both. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, <laughs> And we get, and then New Orleans. I mean, we'll see. New Orleans plays tonight. New Orleans is uh, – we've got them at home, again, which helps. But they're normally a good defensive, you know, rugged, hard-hitting type of a team. It could be a testing and is again the Eagles will be favored in. And then, of course, the Giants at home. Wait, we'll you, see if you that's a meaningless Dallas. game or not. That, that, wait, well, that You, you skip the one I think they're going to lose. What's that? At Dallas. Boy, I did skip Dallas, right. I checked that off prematurely. Yes. Now, Dallas, that's going to be –
1: that's the toughest it's game. Gonna it's gonna be it's a Third challenge. straight road game. Yep. If I'm not mistaken, right? At Giants at Chicago
0: at Correct. Dallas. Correct. Third
1: straight road game. As you know, that takes a little toll. Um Eagles in recent they haven't played great in Dallas. Um That'll be the that's to me, that's the one that's the one that stands out. Um and they will they be favored in Dallas? Depends how Dallas is playing between now and then, obviously.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm I gonna, would say uh, if I had to guess, I would say that uh, it'll be close to a pick or Dallas yeah. is a small favorite in that game. Depending,
1: like I said, depending on what what happens between now if the Eagles run, if the Eagles go in there undefeated. I can't imagine undefeated teams getting points. So it might like like I said, it might it might be a pick. Um depending on what Dallas does between now and then too. If Dallas is whatever in two it if they're going a winning streak and they don't you know if there's something in two and the Eagles are that'll be a hell of a game. That's, is is that a night game?
0: That I don't know.
1: I don't think that it I is. Don't know. Cool. I could see it getting flexed into the night
0: game. Oh, oh, absolutely. Hey, Mark, uh, always great chatting with you, especially after an Eagles win. Now, next week, I'm heading to uh, Miami on Monday for a Miami Man event, so my schedule is going to be a little bit spotty. We'll see how quickly we can get the podcast up, but we're certainly going to spend some time next week talking about what is hopefully. An Eagles win against their rival, the Washington Commanders. For Mark Eckel, this is Ken Donick. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. Go Birds.